when the storm sirens go off. You ready to get yourself and your family down your storm shelter? Nah, man, not me. I opened up mine the other day. Grass clippings, dead spiders, a couple live spiders, a dead scorpion, live crickets were down there. Why would I have my wife and my family go down to that storm shelter? Can't even keep it clean. So what I decided to do, I called up StormCheck.team. They team up with local veterans to keep your storm shelter safe and clean. They offer their signature five-point service, which includes they get down there, they vacuum, they clean. Those dead spiders, grass clippings, live spiders, gone. It's sanitized. It's deodorized. They give you fresh water supply. Install a motion-sensored LED light. How brilliant is that? And they ensure that your shelter location is registered with your local emergency management office in your respective city, state, and town. Freaking brilliant. For the premium subscriber, you get to see them twice a year and you get a first aid kit. Give them a visit on their website, www.stormcheck.team. Get to know them. They're awesome. They're undefeated, just like your storm shelter will be. That's www.stormcheck.team. Stop being afraid of your storm shelter. Give them a call. We appreciate your support to Defining Moments Podcast. A good friend of mine once told me the best one out there is the one having the most fun. And he's exactly right. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're having the most fun. Why? Because we can and we want to. Find us on social media, Twitter at Def Moments Pod. That's at D-E-F Moments Pod. On Instagram, Facebook at Defining Moments Podcast. Take us on the go from iHeartRadio to Spotify all the way to YouTube. Search Defining Moments Podcast podcast check out our swag at definingmomentspod.com we have a merchandise store a lot of great stuff follow us on social media we love to do giveaways why because we're undefeated have a good day welcome back to the undefeated show defining moments podcast located here in project 3810 the house that kyle golding has built with the founder, the CEO of Cord Construction, spelled C-O-R-D, and the man behind Sooner Suits on Twitter, <laughs> Brian Thompson. Hey, well. Welcome to the podcast. Absolutely, buddy. Appreciate you. Absolutely. We're going to start with a little swag for you. You don't have to open oh, it Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, awesome. Brother. Love it. Yeah, yeah. You can never get too much of this, right? <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Absolutely, Appreciate you. man. Flashback to September 2021. Okay. Saw a few of your tweets blasted yeah. on uh, Twitter about OU football right, and right, suits. Right. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But let's talk about your day. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. It's been a, cr- a little crazy day running around uh, in the middle of trying to open a new business here yeah. in a few weeks. So it's always hectic. So yeah. uh, I might be a little frantic while we're talking, but uh, <laughs> I'll settle in. But uh, no, it's right good, on. man. No no complaints, man. Healthy, yeah. healthy family, sun's good. out. And... I'm healthy, so yeah, no complaints. Yep, your wife. Yeah, my wife Kristen, <laughs> uh, high school sweetheart. Yeah, uh, love her to death. Uh, yeah. She's also running for state senate, right? Uh, District twenty-two. So uh, folded that into our crazy lives of three kids and multiple businesses. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's also keeping her and I very, very busy as well. You said senate, district twenty-two. Yes, yeah, state senate, state district senate. twenty-two. Okay, yes, sir. Maybe we can get on the show to talk about why she wants to run, but can you give us a sneak peek on why she's running? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was never in our uh, plan, okay. like uh, ever. I, I never in my wildest dreams would I ever thought we'd do this. And 
you know, when COVID hit, uh, we have three kids, uh, mm-hmm. two of them in public schools. And so when COVID hit, like a lot of parents out there, right, uh, it kind of opened up some eyes, you know, just to some education issues in Oklahoma. Sure. That uh, So she started getting more involved in schools, and then, you know, that kind of led to some relationships, and she met, met people that way. And then, you know, after a while of everybody going, man, we think you should, you know, run for public service. We kind of thought it'd be school board. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, after just, I don't know, just after months and months of talking about it and chewing on it and praying about it, we kind of just settled in like, hey, let's, I think this is, I think this is the right fit. I think she could do some really good things for the state, specifically with education. Sure. She's yeah. become very, very passionate about that and, and um, very knowledgeable about yeah. it. Um, so, yeah. So we threw our hat in the ring. Let's see what happens. That's great. sounds like, so sounds like Congresswoman Stephanie Bites, that's the path she took. Well, she, yes. Yeah, and, kind this, of a and, and this was her old seat. Oh, yeah. very mm-hmm. nice. That's yeah. what I was like, man, I'm trying to put two and two together mm-hmm. and yep. got a little four, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. her old seat. Yeah. So. Okay. New constru- or new business, can you talk about that? Or do you oh, yeah, still absolutely. on the down low? Yeah. So uh, I own Cord Construction. We're a commercial general contractor. That is 80% of my time, maybe 85. Um, that's what I do. That's what I got my degree in. That's what I've done since high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I, that's yeah. that's. If you ask me what I do, that's what I do. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a contractor. Yeah. Um, several years ago, me and some buddies started um, uh, a beer bar on the side <laughs> up in Patri- uh, up in Edmond called the Patriarch. Yeah. And so when that was just a side fun thing, never meant to be any more than that, uh, and it's grown. So we're going to yeah. open our fourth location uh, here in a few weeks yeah. uh, in Bricktown. Um, it's the old Tapworks building. Nice. And so we took that whole thing. It's four floors. Wow. It's big. It's the biggest thing I've ever taken on. And it's also the most stressful thing I've ever <laughs> taken on. Uh, but we're almost across the finish line. So, no, it's going to be sweet. Uh, That's j- great. The joinery is the restaurant on the first floor. Uh, we did a golf simulator bar on the second floor. <laughs> nice. So we got five golf sims that are sweet. Wow. Uh, and then the third floor is private event space. Man. So, yeah, it, it's a, it was a big undertaking. Um, it's been the biggest challenge of my career, but uh, I love it. It's been fun. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks, man. It sounds like a business mindset. You're laser-focused. Yes. Let's talk about Sooner and Suits, man. Your <laughs> so, handle. <laughs> so how do I work this in? Uh, of all these things in my life, why in the world did I decide to stu- start some little Twitter deal? Um, yeah, so that's how we met, which yep. is cool. I think it's great. Um, you know... I, you know, it's 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 crazy that I'm even sitting here talking about it. It's, um, it was always just kind of a fun little almost social experiment for mm-hmm. me. Um, and what it's become, you know, recently really. Once once Brent Venables announced they were going to be wearing suits, it like blew <laughs> up. Uh, it was, And I was like, oh, a lot of people are actually paying attention. And yeah. So it's definitely got a lot more legs in the last few weeks than it had in the last few years, mm-hmm. But uh, which is fun. But, yeah. you know, it's... For me, like, so take it back to the beginning. It's, you know, I went to OU mm-hmm. as a student, you know, traveled to all the games, you know, um, all that. Uh, well, then once I graduated and I started watching games from home and not in the stands, it, I just noticed. It just, I just sometimes noticed randomly is why is all, you know, Alabama and Clemson and all these guys, their pictures are, in, they're wearing suits and we're in jerseys and pats. And it is, you know, just, and for years I just would mention it, you know, to friends who are watching games or whatever. And then, you know, man, that's crazy. Why don't we do that? You know, we are a blue blood program. We mm-hmm. are top tier and all the other top tier programs are doing it. 
that's just weird that we aren't. And so then within my group of buddies, it kind of became, you know, Bryce wants us, you know, once the players wear suits and it, yeah. it just grew from there. And then, I don't know, a few years ago, uh, probably about three years ago, randomly, I just was like, I'm going to see if I can do something about it. And so I, I wrote a letter, knowing he would never read it, but I wrote a letter to Lincoln Riley and, to, <laughs> and I sent it to his assistant. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, you know, and I and I heard my email back and forth. But I was like, hey, I'd love for him to read this letter. And I just typed up a letter saying, hey, this is something I think we should do. Here's why. Like, um, you know, just some of the things I've noticed. And, you know, of course, I'm like, hey, I'm not just the type of person that's going to complain about something right. and not give a solution. Sure. Like, hey, I mean, I'll raise the money. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever yeah. I can do to help make it happen. I'm not just complaining. And it's like you got a million things to worry about, you know, as as a head coach of a program like, like OU. And so, you know, I was hoping maybe somebody would reply. I knew mm-hmm. he wouldn't. Um, and then it turned into I got some buddies that used to you know on the used to be players on the team or whatever, and they would go, oh, you need to get this guy. You need to talk. head coaches. They're never going to do that. You need to get with this guy or this guy. And so I kind of started learning the positions, mm. not on the field, but like on the business side of the program, right. right? Like, and so then I started. Oh, okay. Well, then how do I get with these people? Like, how do I get a hold of these people? They're never going. You know, I don't even know how to get their emails. And so then that's when I was like, Twitter. Like maybe that's the way to do it. And so. That's when I started the little Sooners and Suits <laughs> handle. And, you know, and I really just did it to really just try to ping these mm-hmm. people going, hey, we should do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. And then, and, and I was like, well, how, okay, how do I do that? How do I make change? Right. And not just like suits in a football program, right? Sure. But like in life. Yep. Like if you want to make real change, Awareness is a big part of that. Like, 100%. you got to get people to be aware that there even is a problem before you can fix it. And so I said, Well, how am I going to get people to care about this? You know? And so I thought, Well, college fans are like statistic nerds. Like, they love statistics. <laughs> so I was like, All right, I'm going to build s- statistics. And yeah. so one morning during uh, college game day, I'm sitting there probably drinking a mimosa or, and I'm like, I just sat down and I went through all five pro, all power five teams. And uh, I went, I just went to their roster website. What do they wear? They wear suits. They wear suits. They wear letter jackets. They wear polos or they wear jerseys. Yeah. And I realized that 70%, this was in 2018, 70% of all power five programs wore suits in their pictures. And when I saw that, then it got really fired up. Now I'm like, <laughs> okay. I, I'm right. You know, I'm like, I, I thought this was, we should be doing this. But now, 70% wore suits, and only one of, when OU was the only program that took our pictures with jerseys and pads on. And I'm like, this, so not only are we not wearing suits, we are statistically the worst, pro, like, the worst dressed program, you should say, I should say, in our player pictures. So that's why I got fired up. So I built this stupid little spreadsheet, and I just try to create statistics out of it, and I would just tweet statistics. You know, yeah. like, hey, this is why we should do this. And I just never got a whole lot of traction, you know, and, I, and I'm blowing up Clark Stroud, like, nonstop, because mm. I was told he's the guy you need to get to. Yeah. And I was just able, never able to get a hold of him. Well, then, <laughs> and I've never been a huge social media guy, especially on Twitter. Yeah. But then I'm like, I started following all OU people, right? Just looking for conversations to jump in or get involved in, you know, to talk about this. And this was, and I limited, I was, I would only really do this on Saturday mornings, like game day, Saturday mornings, you know? I mean, if you, I would go six months and never open it. It was just kind of my little 
mental escape, you know, in the morning a little bit and have a little fun. But I started following all these OU people, and I realized, like, I started to learn a lot about OU football, just more than I ever have. I've never paid attention to recruits, or I, I've yeah. never been that type of fan. Yeah. I, I, and I probably really am still not, I, you know. Show me, you know, I know when the first game is, I'm going to show up and have a blast, but I, I don't care about what four star we signed last week. 100%. I, it's just like, I got businesses I'm, yeah, I'm doing. And so, sure. um, anyway, but I started, so I started learning a lot. Well, then I started seeing, oh, players are wearing suits on game days too. Mm. Man. And then that, so then that opened my eyes to a whole nother world. And then I started, I started trying to pay attention to that more, which just led me down a whole nother rabbit hole. And so, <laughs> On and on and on for several years of not much traction and trying to just get people fired up about it. Um, it finally kind of happened last few weeks. Yeah, man. It finally happened. It was an un- – it was – I feel so weird saying it, but it was a crazy feeling when that happened. I was I'm like, sure. finally, it's happening. Yeah. It, it felt good. Not like I had anything to do with it. Yeah. People were texting me like, I'm giving you all the credit. I'm like, I deserve none, but I will take all of it. That's fine. Well, you started it and you put – number one, you put stats out there, the solutions mm-hmm. – and I remember, I, I remember exactly where I was when I saw your post. I was staying, I was taking the dog to the dog park in downtown Oklahoma yeah. City. I saw, I was like, dude, he's right. We're we're kind of playing soft, so we need to look sharp. At least get the mindset mm-hmm. going, like laser focused. Right. Uh, so, so I think for me, for me personally, a, a nice suit tie absolutely carries along goes a long way. Oh, and the, you know, there's so many sayings you know look good feel good mm. and all those kinds of things sure. and they're and they're they're all they're kind of cliche but they're true yeah. right there's there's a reason they're cliche because they're true yeah. and so and that that's a huge part of it you know mm-hmm. i think i think it does again right life in general right this is so much bigger than football like right? this is yeah. this is like in life man like look good feel good take things seriously like be intentional right like Love with it. everything you do and and that to me that's a part of it and and but another part of it too and and maybe honestly if I'm being honest probably even bigger part of it for me personally is for the players themselves yeah. you know I and and I will I will say like NILs changed some things for sure um, but back when this started for me and what really became a passion of mine was like man I remember when I was in college you know I had, I went and bought one suit it was like 150 bucks I mean and I didn't know what I was doing. I, most kids, I couldn't afford a suit, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I had a, so the opportunity to provide these, the, a suit, a yeah. good suit for these young guys to have yep. and to keep and yep. to use beyond football, Love right? It. And so during all these rabbit trails I would go down, you know, over the last several <laughs> years, like one of them, and I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's my pinned tweet because like that's what started it, not started, but like it was a big part of when I started was this story about a coach at Southern Miss, like about buying suits for his player. And he went out and got the money because the program, like he went out and did it. He took the initiative mm-hmm. to find a way to buy these suits for the, for the players. And it was geared towards, so they had suits for job interviews and just life after graduation, mm-hmm. you know? And I think I'm probably rambling a little bit, but that's why we're here. Right. So like, <laughs> I think a part of it, it's really easy as college fans to fall into like this entertainment mindset, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's you're entertaining me on a Saturday, and if it doesn't help us win, I don't care. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I get I, I love sports as much as the next guy, sure. but I think there's a lot more to it than that. And I think this is one little way that 
a lot of programs, and not just football, every sport, yep. can do for these athletes to help them in life beyond the field or court or whatever is to like provide it and teach them how to tie a tie and I mean mm-hmm. and teach them the rules like the button rule and all these things that a lot of people don't understand until you get in this world I, that's a huge part of it for me and it's like yeah. I've never really cared about you know I've had people go this won't this doesn't matter who cares on the field and I'm like I agree this has nothing to do with winning and losing I think it can make a, I think the mentality of it yeah. can help but I've always maintained the suit, the whole suit thing for me, it's it's a reflection of culture. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, like you got to have the culture, and that's just a reflection of that culture. Sure. It's you don't put on a suit and go win games. If yeah. it was, if it was that easy, every you know what I'm saying like, yep. it, it's just not. So to me, it's it's way more about off the field, and instilling mindsets in yeah. these players as individuals, providing them knowledge and a suit to take beyond school yeah. because everybody everybody can name you every player that goes to the NFL but what about the other huge mass majority percentage of guys that don't go to the NFL that's that's the point like right? that's the yeah. whole thing like yeah. and i feel like people focus way too much on that part of things yeah. the how do we win and who's going to the NFL yeah and that's fun i get it do your thing sure. like but i'm more focused on like what about the walk-on? Yeah, you know that is not going to NFL and is going to go get an insurance job when he graduates. Sure, he needs a suit. Yeah, let's get him a suit. Yep. So that's a little more my heart behind it. So. Man, I, I love it. I resonate with you on that mindset of suits and shirts, ties. I coached boys competitive soccer for a long time, okay. and every Christmas we had a. I would take the guys out for Christmas dinner. We all meet up somewhere. Mm-hmm. I would make him wear a shirt and tie, yeah. shirt tucked in, or bow tie. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know how to tie it, I will help you. Right. But it was, I mean, to your point, it was great. They loved it. And also, turning back to Clark Stroud, the reason why you can't get a hold of him is because he was too busy making these videos on Twitter, <laughs> karaoke to songs for whatever reason. I don't know, but that's probably why he can get There's a lot of culture things that I'm glad <laughs> I'm no longer here. And I think everybody's saying that now. Everybody's like, I never liked that guy. Uh, now that they're all gone. But uh, um, I, very few people probably have Twitter evidence of years of complaining about things. I, I've got that. So. Oh, man. I, anyway. I no, never follow him. I never follow uh, Lincoln Riley. I, I don't really follow any football players or, or coaches. I do follow Coach Stoops because I, I yeah. admire him. Sure. I followed Coach Venables for a long time because mm-hmm. I definitely admire him. When he was at 9.2 thousand followers, yeah. I was one of those 9.2. Nice. Now he's got like 50. Yeah. He still hasn't right. followed me back. Come on, Coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never did either. I never I never <laughs> follow a bunch of sports people. Yeah. Like that's Again, I love LB football as much as the next guy, but yeah. it, it doesn't consume my life year-round. It yeah. just consumes my Saturdays during the season. And so, yeah, uh, yeah I've never – I've learned – I know more about OU football now than I ever have, only because of all the people I follow now through Sooners and Suits trying to spread awareness, and I'm yeah. like, just naturally have absorbed a lot. So uh, OU Twitter is uh... – It is a crazy <laughs> world, man. And so – like 100% true story. <laughs> and at, during this crazy thing of the Sooners and Suits, I, I have been accused of being a racist. I had somebody accuse me of a, being a racist <laughs> on Twitter because I wanted suits for the players. I, and I'm like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, it, it's just, it's been a, a really good reminder that, like, it, no matter what you do in life, there are going to be people that are going to hate you for it. Right. Like, they're going to f- find a way to complain and hate you for it. And yeah. it's just, 
It's been crazy, man. So yes, <laughs> Twitter is a crazy world in general. I think OU football Twitter is uh, is way up there. I'd say. Yeah. Nah. So good and bad. I've met some really cool. For I sure. say met <laughs> through Twitter, but like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah. There's been some cool people too, though, man. It's, yeah, 100%. it's 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 been interesting. Yeah. it's been a crazy social experiment. Yeah. Do you know that OU women's basketball? She she likes to dress business like mm-hmm. on the sidelines mm-hmm. because that's the way she coaches. She's like, this is a business, mm-hmm. and I'm going to dress nice because I feel like a million bucks when I do. Right. There's a the men's basketball coach, I think at Texas A&M, I think mm-hmm. their staff wears like a three-piece suit. Some do, yeah. And they get roasted for it. See, and that's, yes, uh, yeah. And I, I, I came across a Twitter account, um, uh, I can't remember what it's called, Hoops and Suits or something mm. like that. And they and that's all they do is he just tweets about su- uh, basketball coaches wearing suits on the, on the sidelines. And so the, I think there's more of it than people realize. And yeah. I... And I'm probably biased, but I do feel like over the next few years, it's going to grow. So, like, it's been, in football at least, statistically, it's been falling every year. I do think COVID was a huge part of that. Mm. I know way more. It's it's half embarrassing how much I've learned, like, pay attention to all these player pictures because I have to go, you know, I just remember, you know. But, like, through the COVID years, last couple years, a lot of teams just did, they went, they didn't do suits that usually have. But I think they'll go back to it. I really do. And I think it's... I'm hoping. I'm optimistic that it'll grow again yeah. for the players more than anything. You know, like that's that's sure. what I want. So now that sooner now that the football team's got it, you know, I was I was talking to the other day. I was like, man, I kind of obviously I'm very excited, but I didn't get to like be the part of why it happened, right? And so like that's fine. That's just stupid and selfish of me. But <laughs> I was kind of like, well, where do I go from here? And it's like, well, duh. There's all these other athletes. Like mm-hmm. it's it's Sooners and suits, not football players right you know sooners playing football in suits or whatever yeah. it's it's uh and so yeah so there night i was like well maybe i should think about basketball yep there are 358 <laughs> division one basketball programs i'm like all right i ain't doing that i can't go to 358 <laughs> websites i but i i did think like man I, let's let's take it let's try to see if we can build some momentum yeah within the ou program Let's go do it for basketball players and tennis players exactly. and golfers and everything. Sooner and in suits. Somebody asked me the other day, what about the women? I'm like, I will. I don't know. I'm not qualified to answer that question. But, you know, what? as long as it's intentional and the players love it and it's something yeah. they can use after they graduate, then I'm yeah. all for it, man. Business suits for women are nice, too. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Very so, sharp. Anyway. I saw yeah. your tweet about OU men's basketball and Kansas men's basketball. Yeah, Kansas does suits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they there very few basketball programs wear suits. I think like yeah. in player pictures at least. So, um, but yeah, no, Kansas does it. I mean, there it's funny once you start paying attention, sure, you really start to notice it, and it's a lot more common than people realize. Yeah. So then, when you're not doing it, it feels weird. In Europe, the soccer is football, and the managers—that's what they call the coaches, mm-hmm. the head coaches—they normally wear suits mm-hmm. they're all decked out mm-hmm. and every once in a while you get someone that wears a track suit and the fans hate it they're like i don't want a track <laughs> suit funny. manager i want a manager manager really? looks like the part i love that yeah so i love that yeah man that's what we need more of <laughs> so so basketball let's talk about basketball how are we Can gonna it, get um coach uh, moser to get the guys in suits i don't know man i I feel like I'm going back to day one. Just start blowing them up on Twitter. Yeah. You know, like find the right people in the basketball program and start blowing them up on Twitter. Yeah. You know, I think I I did, I did get 
some information there today that I'm not supposed to say anything. Not that it's like super secretive, but for respect for other people, yeah, I do think Castiglione is going to look at doing suits across. I think I do think football is going to get some conversations going that's going to roll in other sports. Yeah, I, I really do. Yeah, Joe C is probably one of the most best dressed. I've, I think that's what's crazy seen, to me, right? I've always like he's <laughs> he's so good at it, man. And I'm like, and he does on the sidelines and everything. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, man, you you could make this happen, like yeah. with a snap of a finger. Yeah. And everybody gets it. And like, anyway, so I do know that the OU program, obviously with, with Venables starting it, mm. they're starting to look at doing some things, and I, I I'm thinking and I'm optimistic it's going to get some momentum. Yeah. So. We'll see. But I, until then, I'm going to act like it's not. I'm just going to start blowing people on my Twitter. I like it, man. I don't know if it's going to work, but we got a few more followers now, so yeah. spread the word. I mean, it's just, again, it sounds cliche, but it's like awareness, you know? 100% That's right. That's all it is, yeah. you know? But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've even thought about OSU, right? Because, like, I mean, if you remove the wins and losses on a football field from the heart behind it, which it is for me. Mm-hmm. And you're focused on the people, the players, right, the athletes. Well, then everybody in the entire country should have it mm. equally, right? Yeah. Why would I care about somebody as a person more just because they play for OU or OSU? Sure. At the end of the day, I want everybody to, right? And so yeah. it's like, it's so that's what I think it is. Like, man, let's get some OSU people fired up about this, and let's get some TU people fired. Like, I don't know. We'll see where it goes, but like, yeah, you know, with a limited capacity, obviously, but. First and foremost, obviously my heart's at OU. Yeah. But um but no, I mean I, I, I want I want everybody to have it. You know, I think every man, every man should have one and learn it Boom. and and have it. it. So it's like Yeah. This could become huge. I don't know. Like, we'll see. Yeah. D- does Oklahoma State football not have suits? No, they do jerseys, man. They do jerseys. So in two thousand eighteen <laughs> I love it. In two thousand eighteen, half the team did letter jackets. Okay. Which I thought was kind of cool, kind of that old school. Yeah, so yeah. Mizzou and OSU were the only two programs that did letter jackets in 2018, and they both quit now, and they don't want to do it anymore. So uh, nobody does letter jackets anymore. So everybody's either jerseys, polos, or suits. Um, but no, I've, I, 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 now granted, I only go back to 2018. But sure. I, no, OSU does jerseys. They haven't done anything else. So we need to hold a Coach Gundy or someone in the they athletic department. last year or something. But yeah, they've never done suits. Wow, man. Right. It's like every program should do it, right? I mean... Anyway, that's where my head goes. Yeah, because thinking back to Alabama's coaches from way back, they they wore suits. They mm-hmm. had nice jackets and even mm-hmm. the fedora hats. Really sharp. Now. Yeah, I, I don't think – I don't know any coaches that do it re, on the football. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah. But uh, on the sidelines. They'll wear right. them into the stadiums with the players. Yeah. Right. Um, like Clemson's done that. Um, so, like – Air Force and Navy are my two favorite by far because they're obviously military formals. You're not going to beat that. Yeah. <laughs> and Navy's the best because they put the American flag on the back. Navy <laughs> player pictures are awesome. Um, I cannot believe the Army does jerseys. I, that's Yeah, you said that's that. Crazy you tweeted to me. that too. That's crazy yeah. to me. But um, <laughs> aside from military schools, uh, Clemson has, in my opinion, been the best over the last several years. I love the way they do it. Um Alabama and Georgia are probably two and three, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. and Ohio State does really good suits on game days. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, but I, I, I love the way Clemson does it. I'm hoping that's what OU does, where the suits are different. The players have free reign on what they get. 
Clemson is the only program that I can think of off the top of my head that that does that. Like you want guys have blue suits, tan suits, black suits, bow ties, regular ties, mm. different colored shirt, whatever you want, right? And I, I love that. I think that's cool. Like yeah. let the players do their thing, right? It doesn't yeah. have to be all match. If it if they all match, cool too. I mean, yeah. that's fine. But I've always loved the way Clemson does it. Yeah, no, that's cool because it's kind of your identity with maybe a bow tie. Different right colors, whatever that yep. might be, a shirt. And, well, know, anything so. the day too, right? It's easy for me to sit here and talk about doing all this, blah blah blah. But these <laughs> players are the ones got to get up and put them on and <laughs> walk through crowds, and you know, and yeah. so they need to enjoy it, you know, and have sure. fun with it. And I yeah. think being able to pick out your own stuff, I think, is a big part of that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a there's an article I've been tweeting out lately, retweeting out lately at people when they ask. Like, I think it was in 18, there was an article about LSU and how they worked with a local tailor mm-hmm. and they picked out their suits and it became like a thing within their program. Yeah. Like this swagger that the players brought. Sure. And they loved it, right? Because people out there that think players won't like it, you're 100% wrong. Yeah. Like I've talked to former OU players that have told me, We've been wanting to do this for a long mm-hmm. time, and coaching won't won't let us do it. They won't do it yeah. for us, and so like players want it. There's yeah. no doubt about it in my mind. Um, so letting them do it their way, I think, is also part of the fun, the swagger, the all that. I think I love it, man. So what about the shoes though? What, what kind of shoes do you think? Man, I'll tell you, I wear <laughs> I wear boots with my suits. So again, I will defer. I will let you do your thing, man. Like I, whatever you want. You know, I think I think like I said, the freedom and the flexibility. I think it could be what makes it a lot of fun and not stuffy. Yeah. So and plus, it's funny. <laughs> I really am not that stylish. Like I'm pretty boring. Like suits and like I don't. Uh, so even sitting here talking about it, like I would say, I'm probably not even qualified to talk about some of it. But um, I just know it's important uh, for a man to have and to understand and to use. So. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because um, it goes back to the mindset, the mentality too. Because where I work, it went from shirt tails tucked in, nice shirt, button up, polos mm-hmm. or something like that, to casual, yeah. untucked shirts, jeans all day, untucked. People wearing flip flops, etc., yeah, looking sloppy. Good. And I, I mean, I still wear shirt and ties. Yeah, you know, yeah. or sweater or something like that. Uh, there's something <laughs> about it, yeah. you know, and there just is. Like I'm putting on a suit tonight for an yeah. event we're going to for Kristen's deal, and uh, I love it, man. Like I, I took my daughter on a daddy daughter dance. I'm a, I got a daughter; she's 11 years old. Two weeks ago, we went to the daddy daughter dance. Mm-hmm. You know, like you put on a suit, it just feels different, and it it's it's usually a sign of like important events. Yeah, you know, and it's just it just sets a tone, and I couldn't help but think, you know, like man. These players should have suits, and then they're going to have daughters one day, and they're going to take their daughters to a daddy-daughter dance. Sure, in a suit, you know, yeah. like it's just—I don't know. Maybe I'm a little too sentimental, but <laughs> I think I think it's big. No, that's awesome. I can tell in your passion. I can definitely see in your face. So that's good. <laughs> that's really good, man. I've, yeah, if I'm anything, I'm passionate about stuff. Yeah. So. Anyway, what are a couple things that people don't know about Bryce? Oh man, um, I'm really not that stylish. <laughs> Uh, sitting here talking about all this. Um, but no, I think, you know, for me, at the end of the day, like, it's just a little Twitter account, you know, it's just a business that I'm starting. It's just whatever. It, for me, everything I do, it boils down to the people, right? Mm. Like, so the bars and restaurants we own, the business, like, it's called Community Through Beer. 
Like we want to build community and we just use beer to do it. Um, like at Cord Construction, our motto is people over projects. Mm. Like I, I want people to be first, not getting the next contractor project. And That's like, great. so like Sooners and Suits is the same thing for me, right? It's just, um, you know, I care about the players. Like I want them as people, as individuals to benefit. And yeah, we can have fun with the suits and we can win games and we can debate stats and and that's all fun. And I've enjoyed it a little bit, but like at the end of the day, the heart behind it, everything I do, business, family, obviously my kids, my wife, like everything I really do. And that's probably why I'm passionate about this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause it's like, I'm not passionate. I know this sounds crazy. And like, Again, and I'm like, my disclaimer, like, I love OU football. It's fun. But, like, I'm not passionate about OU winning the next five national champions. Like, that'd be awesome. Cool. But, like, that fades. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, like, what lasts is building people, building relationships, providing opportunities for people to learn, to grow. um, That's going to benefit them beyond, you know, working for me and my companies, beyond my kids living underneath my roof. Or beyond players playing sports for college, you know, it's like, yeah. and that's what I love about Brent Venables, man. I, the di- as soon as he was announced, I just like suits next year, guarantee it. I knew it. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no way he wouldn't do it because I've, and I've learned so much more about him recently. But I've always known like he was a good man mm-hmm. first and foremost. Sure. And like when he announced the suit thing, you know, it was like a, I can't, it was long. It was a long, like ninety minute interview he did through Zoom uh, with the press, and like. There was like twelve questions or something, and they and they broke down. The, that's where I got that little snippet of him announcing they were in suits. But like the longest snip, like the longest part that he talked about was about the soul mission that he's putting into OU, which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And like he talked for like twenty minutes about that, and he was more passionate about that than he was talking about the new coaches and yeah. talking about the recruits and talking about all these other things. Like that's where his heart is. That's where his mission is. That's why he started Soul Mission, obviously. Like, that's what I get excited about. Mm-hmm. Like, I care more about that than yeah. anything else in the OU program right now. Yep. And I think this this whole suit thing is like, you know, 1% of that, if that, right? But it's yeah. a, that it falls into that category yeah, for me. It, it doesn't is. fall right. into the wins and losses or anything sure. like that. That's all fun just to get people fired up and aware of it. But at the end of the day, it's... So, you ask what people don't know about me. And then that's what this... That, that's what this is about for me. That's what everything I do is about for me. So yeah. that's how I'd answer that question. No, that's awesome because you talk about that all kind of falls into a culture. Right. Right. So that's right. going to lead to my question. You're a CEO, a founder of your own company. How do you create a culture? Man, I could talk for like three hours about this. <laughs> um, and it's a well-timed question because I, if I'm being honest, like I have been humbled uh, in this department the last few months. Um, just within my own companies, like it's hard, man. It is so hard. It, it is um, culture and companies or sort programs, whatever you're talking about. It is really, really hard to build, and um, it's harder than I thought. And I'm not as good at it as I thought it was going to be. Um, but what I'm learning is the first thing is genuine. Like you just got to be genuine, and 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 you got to care about people. I mean. That's the first two big things for me. How that gets implemented into you know company processes and procedures and events and all those perks and all those things you do as a company. Like you could have free lunch every day in the coolest office and you could have all the stuff. 
but if you don't like care about your people, mm. they're going to quit, man. Like, yeah. like that stuff only gets you so far. True. Right. Yep. Like attracting these recruits based on an NIL deal. That's the new big thing, right? It's like, mm. that's only going to get you so far. Yep. Yeah. You might get that one, but it's not going to build a foundation you can build on. Like, mm. It's the same thing in football program. It's the same thing in companies. So it's like, that's where I start. And then figuring out how to implement that well is where it's really been harder for me. Um, not because of my want to or desire, but because of time, man. When you're CEO and it's like, especially me, right? I'm 100%, no partners, no nothing. When you're a sole proprietor, it, it's way harder because I get distracted, man. I get chasing things. You know, I'm focused on, I gotta keep things moving. I gotta keep the business growing. Mm-hmm. I gotta keep all the stress that comes with owning a business. It's really easy to get sucked down that and yeah. completely forget to like, just check in on someone, man. How you doing? You know? Yeah. And, and so it's, like I said, I could have this for hours, but so how do you do that? It's, you got to care about people. You got to be genuine with people. And then you just, you, you got to be intentional about making time to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's probably where I've failed lately. And so it's a very timely question. This has been a big subject for me lately, but um, you got to be intentional about doing it, man. Yeah. And again, it's everything we're talking about. You know, we met through Sooners and Suits, but it applies to business, it applies to marriage, it applies to being a parent, it applies to everything. It's the same thing, you know. Yeah. It's uh, you got to apply it everywhere. So, yeah. Wow. That, man, that's pretty. I feel like it was pretty deep because I can tell that you're very passionate. Number one, you're very genuine as well. When we first met at Republican yeah, yeah. lunch, I could just t- I could just feel their energy there. Yeah. You know, I like to meet Appreciate people. It. And so, yeah, you're you're a 100% genuine guy. I could see where sometimes maybe it gets overwhelming. But you talk about understanding and trying to get to know people. Man, I'll tell you this is through Twitter, you've reached out to people. Mm. And not only that, but you've done your research. You've come up with solutions mm. on how to get something done or what does right. it look like. And so hats out to you, man. Well done. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's a yeah. never-ending journey for sure. Yeah, no, it is. And no, I appreciate that. It's, uh, yeah, it, you know, I, uh, I work a lot and that's intentional. It's a season. We're very calculated as a family. We have very calculated goals. And, um, so I give up a lot of personal things to accomplish business things until, uh, for the next three years, I have time frames. It's very intentional, but, um, so yeah, so Sears and Suits was my little kind of just escape for a little bit, just kind of do something fun and, and, it's, it's been it's been really cool I've already met so you I mean I've met a few other, like just starting to meet some cool people you yeah. know and just have cool conversations mm-hmm. you know that this would never happen without that and so for that if nothing else I, I'm grateful for that so it's been it's been worth it that's great man what do you think you would regret not doing in the next five years if you don't do it um that's easy is is going as hard as I can mm. like so, I, I'm, I just turned 37 last week. Um, so I've got a goal that I call it's 20 by 40. I want 20 sources of income by the time I turn 40. Wow, which is a lot, right? And that was inspired by a book by Grant Cardone called 10x. And oh, so, yeah. like everybody's like, oh, man, I want to have a side, you know, side income, a side thing. And I, and I had that same thought years ago, and I was like, that would be two sources of income. I'm gonna 10x it. I'm going to make it 20. Man. And then I'm going to put a time frame on it. And I said, by the time I'm 40. So I got three years left. And so I, I, that, you know, I don't worry about money. Money is a result. 
I, I, I worry about, I focus on the process of things. Yeah. So I have no financial goals. I have process goals. And I'm confident that the money will come. That's great. But that's not a goal of mine. Yeah. And um, so it's it's been really hard, especially the last six months. Again, this is a very timely question because the last six months has been the hardest for me by far. This new business has been the hardest thing I've ever done. Wow. And like stress-wise. And, and just, and it's, I've learned a lot. I've grown from it. But um, I just don't, I don't want to get to whatever age in the future and be like, what if, what if? you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, Gary V says it best. You got to fear regret more than failure. Oh yeah. And so that's a big one for me. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know what I'm capable of doing. I don't, I don't know where I'll be in a certain amount of time, five sure. years, but I know I'm going to work really hard and see what happens yeah. and, and know that whatever happens, it was a journey and I learned a lot. It was fun. It was crazy. It was stressful. Um, <laughs> But um, but it was all worth it, you know. Yeah. And that's not just business, man. That's as a father and as a husband and everything else. So, yeah, that'd be my answer. That's great, man. What are the top three books you recommend? Ooh, ooh, good question. Um, I just, oh, man, I think 10X would be one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little sales mini for me, but the message I really sure. took to heart. Obviously, I set big goals because of mm-hmm. it, right? It's the premise is basically most people don't accomplish their goals because they underestimate how hard it's going to be. So 10 exit, it puts you in the right mental state mm. and then you'll probably exceed your goals by doing so. So that's a really good one for me. Um, I think, I, I think a lot of people would say this, but I think start with why mm. by Simon Sinek is one. Mm-hmm. It's very popular, obviously, but like, I think that one leads to a lot of other ones. So yeah. if you haven't done that one, I would highly suggest that one. And then, a little one off the wall. I just restarted it. I do audiobooks mostly because okay. I'm driving. But like, sure. um, I just it was I it was so much content. I had to do it, listen to it again to feel like I absorbed it all. Yeah. But it's called Never Split the Difference. Oh, um, I love that book. Good book. I love that. Good. Man, I went through it once book. and I was like, I don't feel like I got it all. I got to do it again. That's and, good book. and and obviously in business, the negotiating part of it um, right. is I really enjoy it. So I don't yeah. know, those are three off the top of my head. Man. I would quickly recommend. That's awesome. What about podcasts? Um, podcasts, I, um, you know, I don't listen to a ton of mm-hmm. podcasts. Um, I would say, um, and it depends what kind of mood I'm into. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll do, um, um, oh, my gosh, what's his name? The guy, uh, the Stoics, that talks about Stoics, lives down in Austin. I just completely spaced on his name. Anyway, he has a podcast called The Daily Stoic. Okay. That's really short and just calm, you know, and yeah. kind of collect your thoughts. Yeah. So some mornings I like that. That's cool. Um, other mornings when I'm feeling like a big baby and stressed, I'll like fire up some Annie Frazella. Like, and then <laughs> that, I can take him, I can only take him so much, but like, I agree with what he's saying typically. Really? Yeah. Business. Yes. <laughs> but like, Sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't. It's too hardcore for me. And I'm, it sounds like a, I'm a big baby. But anyway, um, um, the, honestly, those are probably like the two. And of course, this one, you know, of course. Um, I hadn't heard you before we met on Twitter, but I've been oh, listening. Yeah. So yeah, I'll see, man. Like anything that's business minded, right? It's just like yeah. circle the wagons and talk about life. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm in, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm in that genre too, man. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. dude. Man, um how do you want to be remembered as Bryce? Mm. That's a good question. Um 
You know, I think that it's, I loved my wife well, would be first. Like, first and foremost, my wife is like, everything else does not matter uh, after her. Um, but, and then obviously as a father, like, I just want to be remembered as somebody that loved people well. Mm. You know, like, I just, whether that's through, like, obviously my family members, whether that's people that work for me, whether that's people I meet through Twitter and, you know, jump yeah. on a podcast and build a relationship with, like, yeah. I just want to love people well. And uh, I fail at that a lot. And so, but I'm striving to get better at it. So, like, that would be it for sure. Man. Dude, you keep at this. That, that's exactly how you're going to be remembered, dude. Good. Well, I appreciate it. Man, that's that's great. So how do people get in touch with you? Not your phone number, but Twitter, sure. Instagram, well, email. Sooners and Suits, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I th- <laughs> it's funny. Like Again, this will show you how about it. I, I think the handle Sooners Suits. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I always say Sooners and Suits because yeah. of the hashtag. But I do, too. That's where it started, right? So, like, spread the word, right? If you believe in what we're talking about. Like, yeah. Let's make this happen countrywide. Let's um, do it. Um, but, yeah, I think that, I mean, um, I don't know. I guess Instagram, maybe? Yeah, I what's guess, your Instagram handle? Uh, Bryce Thompson 42, I think. All right, I'll search See, it. Again, I'll I'm, it I'm, I'm disclosing, like, how much of a social media person. Um, I don't post a lot, but what I but when I do, it's thoughtful. Awesome. Uh, I, I'm, I'm essentially creating a journal for my kids one day. That's great. Um, that they can go back and read and hopefully learn something. And yeah. I've learned that writing helps. I'm, I'm a terrible writer. Um, but I've learned that writing, I've started to enjoy it more. And it just helps yeah. me collect my thoughts. And so um, I just kind of use Instagram for that. So, That's awesome, man. Um, yeah. If you need something built, call Cord. I'll build you whatever you want. Yeah. I guess. But yeah. People over projects. People over projects. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. I love it. I'm gonna. I can't wait to just continue watching you on your journey and keep yeah, in touch with it. you. Yeah, and air this out to the world, man. Well, I appreciate what you're doing too, man. Anybody <laughs> that takes the time to do a podcast, focus on these subjects, I respect. So, <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. It's been fun, and uh, <laughs> keep yeah, you keep doing what you're doing too, man. I appreciate it, yeah, man. Buddy. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Appreciate All right. you. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning into Defining Moments Podcast. We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate your time, the time that you took to listen to the guests and their story. Any feedback you have will be greatly welcomed. Improvements, critical thoughts, please let us know. Be brutally honest because that's how we like it. Enjoy your day. Stay undefeated.